Hi everyone, it's Roger and James here from the What's On Disney Plus podcast. In this week's episode, well, we've got tons of stuff to be talking about. Pretty much with Disney Plus getting some major overhauls, um, especially in the United States, because it's finally been kind of confirmed. We're getting the mature content, we're getting some new parental controls, we're getting the Netflix series. We're also going to be talking about um, basically what's going on with the new ad tiers that's going to be introduced on the Disney Plus. Plus also like what's going on with Hulu and the you know a possible merger. Plus we're also going to be sharing our thoughts on West Side Stories. It's a it's a very different episode I think in terms of you know all the stuff we've been talking about for years. It feels like this week's stuff has really started to rev up. Um, you know the, the talk that we've had over the years of like you know mature content coming in the US. It's finally happening. Um, you know, we've had it here in the UK for you know a good year, but now it's started to creep in on the US. But I think the ad tier and the the, the implications that that's going to have on not just Disney Plus but on Hulu as well. I think you know it, it's gonna it's a it's just it's kind of a strange week because I thought none of this was going to get announced this week. I thought it was going to be next Wednesday when we had the uh, annual shareholders. We might have got some more stuff. So I'm expecting some more business news um, to be coming at some point later on. But yeah, so it's it's going to be a lot of fun. But yeah, so let's start off with kind of the big one really um, the ad tiers. Let's start off with that one. Um, so this has been confirmed. This was. Um, it kind of was brewing during the week. There was a there was a little bit of a story um, earlier in the week, and it's kind of funny because I was looking at the the official like press side of Disney um, Plus, and they were putting up loads of articles about all this new technology that they were implementing, all this new stuff that they were going on for, um, and it was like, well, they're spending a lot of money on technology and databases and programming because they've got like these fronts coming up where they try and get all their advertisers in place, and it was like. There's a lot of stuff here, and if, if Hulu's kind of flittering off, they wouldn't be spending all this money on new ad technology. You know, if the linear networks are kind of cl- getting, you know, closed, you know, some, I mean, internationally they've closed most of them down, you'd be like, well, they're not spending all this money for nothing. And then the news started coming out about an ad here. I mean, we've mentioned it before, but then it was officially confirmed. It's going to be coming um, in late 2020 to the U.S. with plans to expand internationally in 2023. Um, so this is going to be a new tier that's cheaper than what we're paying right now for Disney Plus. And um, you can still be able to subscribe to Disney Plus without adverts. Um, though I am, my pure guess here is that when they do this announcement, we're going to have a price rise for generally for Disney Plus, And then there'll be, the ad version will be a little bit cheaper. But I also suspect this will line in with the idea of a lot more content arriving onto Disney. Because this is what they did when they added Star last year for us. They, you know, when they did drop Star, they put it up like double the amount that we were expecting. Um, I mean, it was like £2 or something a month, but it was enough to kind of go, look, we're giving you twice as much stuff. And I feel like we're going to get that over the over this summer. We're just going to see more stuff dripping onto Disney Plus so they can like essentially go, look, you're going to get a lot more and then you're going to get this ad version. But what did you think of this ad, ad news? Yeah, I mean, my initial reaction it, with these ad tiers is always going to be the same, which is I don't want ads in these things at all and so looking at it purely from a selfish perspective which Mm. you know isn't always the best perspective and things like this because um since it is going to be cheaper than the regular version rather than um a bump up in price combined with this becoming the price on the the ad version uh, at least at launch but as you said you know i agree we're probably looking at a price increase in the near future um making it more accessible to people 
is always going to be a good thing. Um, yeah. It, but yeah, the, I mean, the big thing with streaming is that it's not ads. <laughs> I mean, this, well, is, that, this is why I don't go back to, yeah. Yeah, that was, that's the old days. That's the old days. I know, when that's, Netflix the old days. The, that's just like, well, I remember when well, <laughs> I modern Netflix, and that was all I needed. <laughs> I mean, yeah, pretty much, um, <laughs> except without the sarcasm. Um, but yeah, no, th this is the this is the new system. Most of the most of the competitors have ad versions. Hulu has an ad version. I, Netflix has been putting trailers, it, not exactly ads, but trailers in front mm -hmm. of theirs. I mean technically a trailer is an ad but it's it feels different because you're you're seeing content yeah. rather than i don't know a, a serial or or something like that but if it makes it more accessible um and as long as the ad free or the the top tier one is truly ad free that's fine but we've also seen some of these other ones where you'll pay for like the top tier package and they're like oh yeah some content will still have ads it's like no that that's yeah. not cool I also wonder if they need to um they if they start doing live streams and stuff mm. they'll have they'll have ads baked into it so therefore they've kind of got to get us um, well, signed in that way. It depends on how the, if they do that it would depend on how they do it. If they do it where um I don't know we'll say that the shareholder call I don't know why they would do ads but let's just use that as an example. Um and then he gets up on stage he makes his announcements and be like and now here's 2 minutes of you know from our sponsors. And then he comes back. That would be a little bit much. But if they do it like uh, Premier League style, where there's just an ad up in the corner under the scoreboard, yeah, okay, that's fine. yeah. I, I it just feels like things are like changing in that way of doing it. Um, I mean, like you say, there's generally been this theme of the to traditional studios seem to have really embraced going into adverts. Peacock, Hulu, you know, Paramount Plus, HBO Max are all doing these ad versions, whereas Netflix is the old school streamer and they're like, no, 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 we're not doing it. Um, Amazon don't do it, but they do it on their IMDb. Um, Apple TV have even started doing little bits and stuff on there. Um, but there's been a lot of there's been a lot more like flat um, kind of flack coming on Netflix with their price rises of people going, well, this stuff's really starting to kick up a bit. But for me as yeah. well, the idea of having these ad tiers is you might if you've only got say you've only got so much money a month to spend on 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 content. Well, if you got the cheaper versions of all of the ones that have got ads, you'll be able to get all of them rather than maybe two of them with ads. And I think that's where. You know, it's, it's great, you know, if, if you can afford not to have the adverts, great. I mean, that's what, you know, we'll be doing for Disney+. Plus. But I'll be honest. I mean, if I, could, you know, if I got, like, Paramount+, Plus, I'm not going to watch it a huge amount. But if it's got ads, it's, it's not such a big deal. But because I don't want, whereas there's Disney+, Plus, I'm watching it all the time. And I think there's that kind of thing of this is going to hit a whole other market, which weren't maybe going to get onto Disney+, Plus in the first place. And, you know, it, I mean, I've seen some stats recently. You know, this, this market can be 20 to 30% of streaming. Um, and I think a lot of people maybe, you know, if you're a hardcore fan, you're like, yeah, I don't want it. But this is not about the hardcore fan. This is about just your casual. Right. Uh, options are always going to be a good thing, especially since you're, they're still competing with linear television, uh, which, you know, uh, you get what you get with linear. Mm. Right. That That's that's the big thing is you get a lot of content, but you get it at, at their pace, whereas streaming, once it's on, it's on. You can watch it anytime. Um, but like I said, as long as there is the option for an ad-free version, I, I'm okay with this. Let 
let them have the option so that more people can get access to it. Or like you're talking about, uh, I'm only going to subscribe because I want to watch The Mandalorian and Boba Fett and I don't care about anything else. So that's what, 20 something episodes mm. that I, I can deal with that. Right. Yeah. But if I'm going to be sitting there and watching it over and over and over again, let me not deal with the ads. Like mm. Paramount Plus, like if I ever, it, I'll say when, I will eventually subscribe to it again for like a month or two yeah. and check out the newest season of Picard that's airing right now and the Halo season when that mm. comes out. I, I don't see myself watching anything other than those. Yeah, I'll go with the ad version. I don't care. Yeah, and I think as well is um, there's the only issue. I think they might have to be a bit careful with their adverts. I know, like here in the UK, because I we've got really quite strict laws about adverts for kids programming. So they, there's there's going to be little international things that they have to be aware of. Um, so it's not just be one ad, but it's it's definitely going to be an interesting thing. Um, definitely the feedback. The majority of people are against it, and I feel like, but it's like the ones that are online that are following this are probably not the audience that are going to get this. Um, you know, if it's 10, 20 percent of the market, it's going to continue to add it. You know, there's been some speculation and stuff going, oh, they're a bit soft on the numbers, they want to hit, um, like sort of this next level. And it's like, well, I can see what you're saying, but they, they can reach another audience, but there's also you have to, every time they do a quarterly results, we see how much money Disney make off of Hulu off of subscribers which are on the ad version rather than the uh, the commercial free version they actually make more on the person that's got the five or the 6.99 package than they do on the full package because of the advertising so they actually make more money it's another revenue stream um that's more money to go into more content it's more it just becomes a more viable business in some ways by having all of these different options and stuff and yeah it's it's i can kind of look at it and go yeah, I, there's so many good reasons for it, and you know, and it's good for some people. It's it's not good for others, but ultimately, it's not. I, I would be completely against it if they're like, oh, all tiers are going to have ads. I'd be very much against it. I would be like, no, that's not good. But you have the choice. It's, it's your choice. It's your money of what you want to spend your time on. You know, I watch YouTube all the time, but I don't. I haven't got YouTube Red. I mean, I should do, but I I don't. You know, and it's like. um you know, it's my choice of. I mean, I watch probably. I probably watch a few hours of YouTube a day, but I, I've never even considered the idea of paying for it. No, uh, I had a, I had a YouTube Red subscription very briefly when it was tied into um, Google Music. So I, I actually had a, a Google Play Music subscription because it, yeah. you know, um, the, but then they merged that into YouTube Music and the new yeah. interfaces horrendous so I, I dropped that which meant i lost youtube right at the same time and i don't feel like i lost anything at all with that um but yeah just to reiterate i, I said it you said it as long as there is an ad free version that is not pricing people out too outrageously like it, if it's four dollars for lots of ads seven dollars for you know the occasional ad or like one ad at the beginning of the show and then it's twenty dollars for the ad free version be like no, that's not cool. But if the pricing stays reasonable for the ad-free version, it's like, okay, yeah, options are good. Just just make sure I have a reasonable option for no ads because, frankly, um, I have not watched anything that has ads uh, in terms of, like, streaming yeah. stuff, YouTube's, YouTube and Twitch and stuff accepted um, in years at this point, like, quite some time. Well, I know when we were um, we weren't where we are now. Of we ha we I didn't have satellite television, and 
we were watching like Channel Four on demand, and it would have ads. But what we were finding was that every single on the third ad break, it would keep crashing with our television every time. Every time we were watching something on the third ad, it would crash. And it did get to the point of like we just stopped watching like Channel Four stuff on demand, but it was because it's like the app couldn't handle it. So that's my only kind of you know. There's other versions and stuff that have it, but it's like I mean I've got I you know I have satellite television, so you fast forward it. But yeah, I mean, but I can I can I can see the advantage from a lot of different things. The the fact that like Disney are putting this on the spin of like, you know, it's going to have this um, low price point is good for consumers, advertisers, and the storytellers, so more people get to see it, which I completely understand. But I also feel like this is this is all part of that big that big step of if they need to merge Disney Plus and Hulu, this is a major major reason that makes this then doable. Because you've then got comparable, you know, because the minute the minute with Hulu, they're making so much money on it with adverts. They need to do that with Disney Plus and all, and they can't merge it and lose all that money. You know, there's no business is going to do that one. But this is just a massive step in that potential merger. Yeah, uh, that that's ultimately what it comes down to. As you said, that's that was the lead into uh, Star getting added into the UK and uh, mm. things of that nature. So. Yeah, I mean, honestly, if I'm talking about the emotional reaction, I'm not happy with it. But you know what? Business is business and need to not look at this from a selfish perspective. If people can get access to it now when they couldn't get access to it before because it priced them out, good. That, that's yeah. And yeah. I mean that you know, there's gonna be a whole lot of people that will, you know, that are you know, it's that kind of thing of pensioners, people on low incomes, also just in terms of there being so many streamers. And I do feel like the market is kind of leading the way of going, look, we know people are only going to have so many streaming services and we want to have you to have access to them rather than like 20, you know, if they follow the Netflix route of like 15, 20 bucks a month, there's, you're only going to subscribe to so many. But if you can make them five to $6 each with ads, you might have four. And I think that's, and I think this, and also I think this, the, the studios are looking at it going, well, we've been making money like this for decades and you want us just to turn it off and be completely dependent on sub on subs. Um, it's probably, it's not easy for any business to kind of go, yeah, all that revenue we make over here, we just, we're just not going to do that. <laughs> we're not going to make any money from that. Um, and Netflix is, just because Netflix has done it, doesn't necessarily mean that's the only way of doing it for the rest of um, existence. And I think, we're really starting to see that like, the big studios are going, well, Netflix is doing it their way, but, and they might be this big revolutionary one, but they're behind, you know, it's like, that's not good. I don't know. And also I got to think if they've got ads on the entire Disney plus around the world, that's really going to bring in some revenue. It's also worth pointing out that, you know, Netflix is only Netflix. They, mm. they, that is their entire service. They don't offer anything else. There isn't a Netflix theme park. There isn't, um, a Netflix store that you can go to and get, you know, Squid Game merchandise or, or Queen's Gambit I think they, they do actually have a store, an and online might, store. But that's, no, 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 that's not, yeah. not, a, not an online store, an actual yeah. physical store that you yeah. can go to. Although, granted, Disney doesn't really anymore either. But the point being, Netflix only has Netflix. Mm. All of these other studios, Disney included, have uh, other avenues open to them and while that would on the surface appear to be like oh well you've got all these other revenue so sources so you can use disney plus as a loss leader and just eat the loss because you, you make it up everywhere else it's like no actually the opposite is true you need to keep all the advertisers happy because you know th they're the people who who get everything else running mm. so it's kind of tossing a bone to them 
uh, in that sense. Yeah, it's going. It's going to be a big impact. We don't know yet when, um, when the prices are going to be announced. Um, yeah, I mean, honestly, I expected this news to be announced maybe next Wednesday for the and the shareholders. They jumped a little bit early, and um, maybe because the news got out and they didn't want it getting lost in it. Um, but that was a big news. We also had confirmation that all of the Marvel Netflix originals are now heading to Disney Plus in the UK, Australia, Canada, Ireland. Uh, New Zealand and Canada and America on the 16th of March. So that's including Daredevil, Luke Cage, Iron Fist. You're also getting Jessica Jones, The Punisher and The Defenders, along with Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. dropping in the U.S. as well. Um, so it's all going to be going into the Marvel section of Disney+. Plus. Um, other areas will be getting it at another date. Um, I know there's a few people that have been upset that their countries aren't getting it. And that could be down to subtitles, all kinds of like legal issues that they've got to deal with. But big move. Um, this re I think this really shocked a lot of people in the US. I mean, the response to this was insane when this came in on Wednesday, and it did exactly what I exactly what I said they were going to do was let's use Marvel as the gateway into adult content. Use it as the, they're going to update the parental controls on the Wednesday that it drops. So if you log in in the US, you will be presented with a screen saying probably put your password in do you want to have access to 16 and 18 content and you will accept it or deny it if you deny it you just get put onto the 14 to certificate you can still go in and change it afterwards if you want to this is how it worked with disney plus when star launched last year for us but it'll probably just be a slightly tweaked on it of how it works in terms of the uh, the general entertainment side of things but this is this was exactly what I said. They're using Marvel as a way of bringing this content in through the back door to see um, to have the the negative reaction to this really didn't kind of kick in too much. Um, there was a little bit like obviously, like you say, like the Punisher coming to Disney Plus people, but generally, you know, a lot of people were worried about it being edited, and then it's um, and it's 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 thrown everything out. It's like I said, it threw the rule book for Disney Plus out the window. You know, when I say like it's coming to Star and Hulu, well, at the minute I can, I'm still kind of going with that territory because they've got to prove me wrong. But the rules are changing, and this is uh, again another step forward in that kind of move. I feel for Disney Plus and Hulu to end up merging in the US is two of the big things that they needed to do. They've announced this week for Disney Plus. This is much closer than it was three months ago. Yeah, and while we won't talk about too much also they had the the news that um a lot of nbc content would be pulling off yes. of Hulu too, oh yeah that's, which, that's the next topic <laughs> yeah no, well i can't talk about that one too yeah. much but no uh, it's that one's worth mentioning but um yeah up until they announced it like i really was not sure what direction they were going to go we talked about it last week i think we talked about it the last two weeks actually um and i i knew this was the move that would be the smartest one for the mm -hmm. reasons you talked about but I honestly was like, the, this is 50-50. This is it's either going to Hulu or it's going to Disney Plus. And if if you had to make me place a bet, I'd be like, uh, let me flip a coin. That'll that'll be more accurate than anything I could say. Yeah. So I was definitely in that 50. I knew like for me here in the UK, I'm like, well, I'm getting it. There's no reason why I wouldn't. Um, but it was like in America going, like, and I'm there going, I'm, and I've been saying it. This is this feels like the way of, and it worked. It worked perfectly how this went down during the week. Uh, this announcement came in. And the gut reaction was from, every, every, you know, you went down through the list of stuff and it was nine out of 10 were four, four. This is great. This is great. This is great. The odd person, because it was under the Marvel banner, it wasn't catching people's attention. The same thing. People know what it is because it's the Marvel shows. 
and it's like it 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 didn't get that they didn't have it. I would say this was a completely positive thing. You know, we're talking probably I would say ninety nine percent of the people were, were happy about this, um, and it just and a lot of people were just like maybe like I said we could see the things were moving. You know, with the announcements and what they were doing, but not everyone, like you say, follows it the same way. Where you're, and you could see the steps happening, and it's like this really threw a lot of people. Because people go, "No, it's going to Hulu." It's like, "No, this is the press release." <laughs> so you go, "No, it will become Hulu. It's too mature." It's like, "No, that's gone. It's gone completely." <laughs> it was just like, "No, no," and they're like, "Really? It's like, really?" I was like, "I had somebody. You lied to me. Why? <laughs> Why would I lie?" <laughs> Why? I mean. Uh, well, on the internet these days, it, there's yeah. a lot of reasons to lie, but <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it's like this is a press release. It, it is from Disney. It is being reported on every site. It's being reported on the major sites that normally yeah. don't cover too much Disney news. It's like, are is everybody lying? It's like, uh, I don't know, you know, whatever. But yes, the it, it's coming to Disney Plus. Now the other thing and I think what helped soften the blow for like the, the we don't want mature audience was those parental controls. Yeah. And uh correct me if I'm wrong on this cuz I read it back on like Wednesday and I haven't looked at it since. Um if you do choose to have it uh restricted so 14 and under. Yeah. There are still versions of these shows that are uh that can be watched. The um it cuz it made it sound like they might have uh, have not, taste not edited. Yeah, no, I don't think I don't. I didn't read that at all on that one. Okay, so that was, one, that one might be a lie right there. Uh, let yeah. me double check that. And we'll, we'll <laughs> yeah, no, it was it was week. definitely along the lines of you just won't have. I don't think they're yeah. doing an edited version and an edited one. I don't think it would work on them. Okay, uh, and also yeah. it's just a lot of effort. I it's it's literally on the lines of if you don't want it, you don't see it. Um, but for me, I feel like this also opens up opportunities now for Logan, Deadpool. You know, you're going to get like maybe New Mutants. You might get Hellstrom, Modok, um, Pit Monkey. You know, all of those shows now off, and you know, Cloak and Dagger, all fully game now to be shifted over over the summer to fill in the fill in the gap because it'll all fit within that Marvel brand. Right. Yeah, yeah. I, that that was the main thing. Is like, okay, we've already got Runaways over here because they they moved that over a long time ago. But then you've got. Uh, well, Cloak and Dagger is frankly the only one that I actually care about on the list of things that that are not moving over. You know, like bring that one over, and, and you know, bring over Hellstrom. I don't whatever. No one. Wants I only got about halfway through Hellstrom. I'll be yeah. honest. I think Logan and Deadpool are the two ones that were really um, that will really kind of pull in some audiences and stuff. Um, but it's for me. I feel like they can use the Marvel brand to really fill out this um, this content. Or I also feel like. They could use this with Nat, Nat Geo and start using National Geographic to start filling in the back, basically become the full version of Disney Plus. Um, because for example, like here with my like my National Geographic, um, we've got a lot of stuff in here that you guys in the US don't have because of these and a lot of them are actually only 14, uh, TV 14, but because of they are a mature topic, they get left off. Things like first wave you've also got like narco wars you know you've got all kind um all kinds of things in here that you just don't have in the year and i and some big drama series as well things like uh you want just to think hot zone hot zone anthrax you've got valley of the boom you've got um bark skins you've got genius uh, you know mars all these shows could be brought into disney plus over this next couple of months to really kind of start 
filling out the sections without doing the whole thing with star because i i that's a whole other topic i want to get in on um but yeah i definitely feel like national geographic is a way of they can do the same thing that they've done with marvel i mean the, the national geographic band already has some slightly mature content on it to begin with the right stuff being the one that springs to mind it had uh some some uh expressive language in it that some people were not particularly happy with and then of course natural national geographic's documentaries um in general when the content requires it don't hold back you know they, yeah. they will show you what they need to show you for to get their point across normally that that means like animals attacking other animals mm -hmm. but occasionally you know it can involve humans too and it's so national geographics is kind of the the obvious way to to continue adding in this content and get people used to the idea mm. um i would also be surprised if they went the same way they did with star where they just drop everything and all of a sudden alien and predator and and die harder on there i think those yeah. might get kind of trickled in over time going from slightly more violent all the way up to the like well i on. The way that, like, because a lot of people have been have asked about, like, well, why aren't they doing, like, the star drop? And, like, dropping everything. It's like, because the star drop actually did have some major problems um, internationally when they when they released it. Um, first off, it had to have its own marketing campaign. It was all about trying to get off the idea that Disney Plus is kind of for other people. Um, and it dropped a lot of stuff. We was, there was also a price rise at the same time um, when it all dropped in. And they kind of had to get everything lined up. So I just feel like, you know, if, if they do this with the Marvel shows and they do it with National Geographic and maybe throw a few 20th century movies and some ABC shows in on this, you know, each month. I mean, I'm hoping on this coming week we get a bit of a better idea of what's happening with this general entertainment rollout because it's very thin at the minute and we don't really know how it's going to work. But I would not be at all surprised if the major expansion comes in when the ad tier version, if it all gets tiled in together and they just slowly over the summer just drop stuff in just to kind of start getting people uh, and i've been saying the drip effect of rather than going all in and you know you can start adding things like buffy the vampire slayer the series and you know malcolm in the middle and family or was it modern family and start kind of filling in that way maybe futurama it depends what they're going to do with hulu i mean if they announce that you know they've brought hulu that's one thing but um, it generally feels like that if they can get who they're going to bring Disney Plus up to where Hulu is to make it much more easier to kind of merge the two, um, or kind of you have Hulu Live and Disney Plus will be the kind of the two ways I think is eventually going to end up going. But yeah, I, I that's my gut reaction, yeah. And also by moving them over slowly, potentially they continue, they create a continual wave of mm. news, you know. This week, Modern Family is coming over. That's a headline, and, and people will pick up on it. Next week, we'll be adding in Futurama. That's a headline, mm -hmm. and people will pick it up. And you, you can draw this out a lot longer. And it's not like it was over there where this content just was not mm -hmm. available. Now, you know, you can keep going, all right, this stuff's over on Hulu, and we're bringing it over piece at a time. Mm -hmm. But if, if the stuff that you want hasn't been brought over yet, well, here it is on Hulu. Check that out until we finish the move. I mean, I think it'd be cool, you know, if they could do something maybe like with Love Victor, you know, this summer, then that would be a good show to bring over. Um, and just start, just start easing people into, and I feel like that's, I, that's my gut. I just don't know if they're going to go with the whole Star Trek. My other prediction as well is, and I hope this gets announced this coming week, because 
I just want to mention that it's an annual shareholders. It's not like a Disney Plus day or an investor's day. It's just generally they tend to announce the business side of stuff a little bit more. Um, if they announce an expansion of some hubs, you know, we've been talking about that a lot right lately. This kind of feeds into the idea of, you know, if they add a 20th century hub and an ABC hub, um, that's how they're going to get around this, the, the way they're doing it. Rob, I, I, I actually don't think US is going to get a star. I think it, when it comes in, it will just be, but they might want to fill out the areas a little bit before. Um, I know this week they announced the FX shows, um, like the American Horror Story and stuff are going to Hulu. And it's like, that wasn't a surprise at all because that's, and like some, some people are going, well, why are they not putting that on Disney Plus? Like, no, that's a step that they're going with Daredevil and stuff first. They're, they're taking, put an American Horror Story onto Disney Plus in the US. It's, they, they got to, they got to go. It's a bit lighter yeah. step than that. Yeah, no. People are willing to accept the Marvel shows because they're part of the MCU. They're they're yeah. familiar characters. They they connect in or or not. We're still kind of up in the air on that. I hope that I hope they are still considered part of it. Yeah. Um, and and that's you know okay. Punisher is really really violent, but you know Moon Knight's going to be really violent too yeah. probably. So we kind of accept that. But yeah, Walking Dead, um, American Horror Stories, like. Um, yeah, there's nothing else like this on the platform. Where is this coming from? You know, yeah. and that and that's what we're saying. Build, yeah. They'll build up the steps, and eventually, they'll be like, "Okay, here's American Horror Story." Like, oh, yeah, okay, yeah, that makes sense because it, it fits in with all this other content that's been released. We got that a lot with um, Pam and Tommy, where mm -hmm. um, the people that were responding in like the UK bits and going, "Oh, the, why are they putting this in there?" And people are going, "You know, what? The Walking Dead's on there." <laughs> We've yeah. had it for, and it and it was, and there was people jumping in, kind of going. You know we've got like Alien and Die Hard. Why wouldn't they have this? And it was it was people kind of go, "Have you been into Disney Plus lately?" <laughs> just like and I, you know, you're seeing how this has evolved. And I, you know, like we've been, it's the steps that have been taken in the last like three months with Disney Plus have completely just thrown the rule book out the way. We are no longer looking at the same Disney Plus that it was back before Christmas. No, no, not at all. And I'm glad to see the American version kind of getting into the same direction. I, I'm I'm happy for yeah. this and use those parental controls, guys. If you don't if you don't want your kids watching Punisher basically brutally murdering a bunch of people, there are parental controls that will stop it. Yeah, and that's the key thing, you know, make a family account, you know, and also as well, you know, you might want your, you know, if you've got different kids of different ages, you want to set their content differently. You know, the 14-year-old might, you might want to have different access to the seven-year-olds, you know, so you've got to give them a little bit of scope. One of the things that um, a lot of people have said was, like, the parents wanted to sc scroll through Disney Plus without seeing the mature stuff. So what I would say is, if that's you and you want like a family account, set up a family account. You can do that now. You don't have to wait till till the um, day and do that instead. And maybe you just have a family account. Just if you have got a parental control, um, put a password in. Make sure they a don't know the pin. Don't mm -hmm. tell the kids the pin. Um, don't definitely don't show them. But also change it randomly. Um, make sure it's not something simple. Because I mean, I've said before. My friend's kid, um, when I go over there with the Xbox and I've got to set something up, I have to get this eight-year-old in to unlock the parental controls because he's the only one that knows the pin code. <laughs> it's just like, like go, this, and I'm like, I set this up for you guys, and now you forgot the number, but the kid's the only one that knows it. So this is a good system. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah so that's, that's one thing. I also just want to state as well, 
What I did like is in the official press release, it did state that we have experienced great success with the expanded content offering on Disney Plus across our global markets and excited to continue that here in the US as well as offering consumers the best. There's very much along the line, I think they have found massive success with Star internationally and the data is just backing them up now. I mean, it really has this kind of, they, they keep mentioning how good the date, the, you know, what it is that's come away from everywhere else. Yeah, I'm, I'm imagining that they're mostly looking at the churn data, which is um, people dropping their subscription, uh, yeah. you know, after two or three or four months. And once they added the star content, I have to imagine the churn rate in Europe dropped significantly, which is what companies want. You want a low churn rate. Yeah. And also uh, just how many more people have signed up. But mm -hmm. um, I've been hearing a lot of like Netflix subscribers starting questioning what they're watching, because I think a lot of people have kind of got like Netflix on default. And then they're thinking, well, I'm not in there very much. And like a lot of, I've seen a lot of people commenting, like along the lines of going, well, I know I use Disney Plus a lot, a lot now. You still got the odd person who goes, well, I only watch Star Wars on the kind. Yeah, but there's internationally, there is so much more um, available. Um, but yeah, no, it, it's definitely just an interesting, a really interesting week, like from the back end of Disney Plus of what's going on. I'm just like, wow, they were really starting to rev things up. It's like, it, it's making it very difficult to predict. <laughs> <laughs> it, it does. But I mean, even more than them saying it, you know, the, they'll, they'll call it out in shareholders because that's yeah. shareholders want to hear that. Yes, things are positive and people are, are subscribing and not unsubscribing. Mm. But more than anything, the simple fact that they're doing this with the Marvel shows on the American side is all I need to see uh, as proof that the addition of star worked in, in yeah. Europe and such, because Disney and most of these companies are very data driven. And if, if they were looking at the European data and going, eh, you know what, people just aren't watching the star content, they would not even bother trying over here. They would just like, nope, these are going straight over to Hulu. Uh, the experiment hasn't been going our way, so we'll just keep it the way it is because this is what people want. But with the data that they have, they're going, no, people want this content, so let's start doing it this way over here as well. And like I said, the big problem they had with with the Star Launch was it kind of gave off the impression that it was like an add-on or an additional fee or a different streaming service altogether. So I can see why Disney have, are kind of leaning in with the Marvel stuff and edging that in. And I think it's, it definitely seems to have worked in terms of the backlash was not the same. Um, it's just not how... It, 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 I literally was like... A, yeah, you guys, you did exactly what I thought you would do, and it's working because it's a different audience, and, it, and I think this has worked good. Um, want to bring up um, a quick thing, obviously, on Hulu. It was announced this week and confirmed that uh, Comcast is pulling its NBC Universal content from uh, Hulu. It will mean from the full new episodes of next day shows like The Voice, etc., will not be available on Hulu the following day. They'll be on Peacock. We don't yet know what other content is going to be pulled because there's going to be quite a lot of it pulled over the coming months ahead. Um, we, this was part of their deal that they made back in 2019 when Disney brought Fox. Um, a deal was made with Comcast where one of the conditions was that this could happen and then in two years' time, either company can make the other one sell. Apparently, they're still in arbitration over trying to get the valuation to buy, the, buy Hulu out. Um, that's been the case, I think, for a while now, so it's nothing anything new. But you're really starting to see this rev up of it. And Disney insiders have said that 
this will just free up some more money for Hulu to invest in more of its own original content rather than paying Comcast for these NBC Universal shows. But it's going to be another big drop of content leaving Hulu. Um, but yeah, so this is just, again, all of this, all of the ad tiers, all of the parental controls really starting to rev up. The, the, the combination between the two is going to get harder and harder to distinguish, but also much easier to blend when they're much closer together. Yeah, I can't. I, I can't comment on yeah. this. <laughs> it's definitely. I feel definitely from the Hulu side, just in general, we are really going to see. Again, you know, I, I it, we're going to see them merge. They are going to merge at some point, or Hulu might just be the live TV with Disney Plus built in and ESPN Plus built in. But we're 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 definitely in the zone now of, I believe, it's now a case of when, rather than if Marvel and also not when Hulu and Disney Plus merge. It's definitely going to be happening at some point in the future. Right, moving on from there. Like I said, there's been a lot. There was a lot of real, like, heavy move stuff this week. Um, but before we get into um, what we've been watching and stuff, just a quick bit of housekeeping. If you haven't already done so, make sure you check us out over as a YouTube channel member or a Patreon, where you can support us from as little as two dollars a month. All helps towards paying the bills. I'm a big hello and shout out to our gold, diamond, and platinum members, including Sarah. Thank you very much for your support. Plus, Diona, Toki guy. We've got. Adam, Raphael, Jay Blue, Dana, Ricky, we've got Dave, Mamoud, we've got Ben, my VCR still works, Bina, Joshua, Dawn, Martin, Jeremy, while over on the Patrons, we have got Daniel, Elliot, um, Aero, Khaled, Red Marsman, Cody, Jacob, Darren, The Juice, Sarah, and also Lauren and Andrew. Thank you so much for all of your support each and every month. And as per usual, you can take part in the live Q&A, which I think might be a little bit um, interesting um, this week for this one. A lot of people with a lot of questions about what's going on. But yeah, so it's, um, in terms of new releases this week, the main big one was the dropout, which was we had three new episodes drop last week. Oh, sorry, drop on Thursday. I did tell you my part on the dropouts last week. So we're not going to go too much into that one there. Um, James hasn't got around to watching all those episodes yet. So we're going to leave that one just yet also there was fresh which was a new movie that was released on disney plus internationally and on hulu in the us but unfortunately for us here in the uk they pushed it back two weeks so i can't believe i haven't seen it so we were like well it's not out for two more weeks so we're not going to do that one but the big one really west side story dropped on wednesday massive big um, movie um a movie i've been wanting to watch i've never watched west side story and i was very surprised at just how many of the songs i do it was like I know, I know, like, I probably knew three quarters of the music. And it's like, it made it a lot more enjoyable because then it wasn't, you know, when you go watch a new music, you're like, I don't really know any of this stuff. And you have to watch it if you tell. This is like, oh, no, I know this one. Okay, I know this one. Didn't know that was from this place. Um, I thought it looked amazing. I thought mm -hmm. it just looked stunning. I know that was in the 4K, but it looked old and fresh and vibrant at the same time. It had a really, really good visual look to it. The music looked great. Um, I, it just because my wife was pissed off that I watched it without her this week. I said, I gotta watch it by Saturday. She goes, But I want to watch it. Well, you can watch it with me. It's like, Why do you watch that one without me? Well, you put that shift for free. So I had to watch it. Um, but yeah, and she goes, And it's like, Yeah, no, I enjoyed it. I'll put it on again. I, it's the kind of things where you can put it on the background very easily because you just like the music. Um, yeah, I, I really enjoyed it. It was, it didn't go the way the story went the way I thought it was gonna go. Um, yeah, I liked it. I thought it was a real, a real good, um, good one. The reason why it's got so many nominations and, <laughs> and yeah. just, it's like 
watch it and i'm sure it's gonna be a massive boost on disney plus yeah no i'm there are a lot of very good musicals on disney plus no surprise i mean disney's yeah. been producing musicals almost as long as they've existed but it but they've been adding to it like we got hamilton a couple of years ago we've got this now there, there's some other things uh coming up uh great show yep that was a really good one uh Moana. the songs were the songs were really good i'm not so keen on the story but um i was in the same boat as you i've never actually seen west side story i'm, I'm very familiar with romeo and juliet i've seen like tons of different versions of that but this is the first time seeing west side story and i didn't know as many songs as you did but i was like oh yeah i'm familiar with this song i've, I've heard this before and i've definitely heard these songs pop up before so that was that was really interesting i didn't realize how many of those songs had just kind of permeated into general pop culture mm -hmm. um but yeah it, this was really really good uh it is a shame that it got overlooked when it got released in theaters at the end of last year it is understandable we we were still yeah. still very much in the you know do i want to go to the theater uh, eh, not really and i mean spider-man kind of broke the mm -hmm. the the wall there and stuff and i guess batman's doing very well this week but you know uh I think it's doing Spider-Man numbers. It, well, I think I think I saw it's a projected to do like 110 million by the end of the weekend, yeah. which is is a pretty solid launch week. Yeah. Anyway, this is not about Batman. Um, <laughs> West Side Story was great. I, I also wanted to call out the cinematography, which is fantastic. It it looks old because they added in the film grain. They made sure to use the color palettes at the time. They used a lot of framing that worked for it, um, but it still looked modern. It was. It was clean. It was crisp. The the technical merits are extremely well done, which is what you expect from Steven Spielberg. Even when he's doing movies that aren't particularly good, uh, which this this one is not. This is a very good one. Um, you can always tell that he takes a lot of care to make sure that the visual style of the movie matches what the story uh, is trying to tell. And this this is actually rarer in Hollywood than it should be. Most. Um, most directors and cinematographers have a very distinct style and no matter what story they're telling, it is in that style. Spielberg always adapts and most famously like Saving Private Ryan or, or Schindler's List or things like that where it kind of evokes the thoughts of the time. This is another one of those where you feel like you are in that time period because of the palettes and the framing and the just the way it is shot. It just it just felt so different than anything else I've watched recently. It just felt a different type of thing at all. I mean, there's some aspects of it go, oh yeah, this definitely feels like you would see it in a musical. Um, <laughs> I think when it started and they're all like walking down the street in there. Oh yeah, the and I'm like, like, and I'm like, oh oh, it's gonna be like that, is it? It's like because I wasn't sure if it was gonna be like a music because. Where there's a where it, like it does this does this have like speech because I I'm not so keen on the Andrew Lloyd Webber kind of musicals where it's just music from one end to the other and it does no actual speaking and the acting part is it's one of my little things with um, musicals and I was like okay so it took me 15 20 minutes to get into the like the style to begin with it was a little bit like okay I've got to get used to the you know they're walking down the street and then they start dancing and all the rest of it's like okay but I mean there's like one scene and like. I think it's like America where they're just in the street and there's just like hundreds of extras and it's dancing and it just looks absolutely beautiful. Yeah. And oh. Yeah. It's, it just was really good. I mean, like the whole, like um, the, the story that went alongside it. I like, I also, cause I was this big thing of like the Spanish speaking scenes 
the Puerto Rican thing, and like how that was gonna, and like people were like, well, you know, you're not gonna be able to understand it. And it was like, no, I really, I actually thought that worked really well because you know you'd have like I don't know wasp or, the, or uh, um, was it uh, yeah. yellow jacket guy? I can't think of his name. You know when he would just turn and go English, and it was like oh, I, I, I like that. I like, it. and they were like breaking in and out of English as they were talking, and and like it didn't take away. You knew what was going on. You didn't need, and I, I, I you know, I was a bit worried before because I heard about this and go, well, how's that going? No, 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 you guys, that worked perfectly. It, it worked better without the subtitles because you were watching them and you could tell there was stuff going on and they were like in the middle of a heated argument and then they'd break into English and be like, you need, we need them to speak English and, you know, the police telling them. And it, it just, it, it worked. I, I, I was completely like, yeah, oh, no, that worked. That was a really good decision. Um, to be fair, though, uh, a lot of that will come from the talent of the actors involved um, because there's a lot of body language going into it, a lot of using the voice to convey, if not exactly the meaning, then, you know, the intent behind it. So they did a, a fantastic job. Um, I did see a quote from Steven Spielberg. I don't have it in front of me, so I'm paraphrasing, but he didn't want to do English subtitles because that was kind of like implying that that English was superior to yeah. Spanish, like that the sharks or sorry, the jets were inherently better than than the sharks because we had to translate it into English, which I thought was a, a really nice touch from him. And and it did. It worked perfectly fine within the story. Never had a hard time figuring out what was going on. It's like that it, it excellent done. And uh I mentioned like the superb acting. It it's really interesting because other than Tony, who was played by like Han Solo uh, or someone like that. Um, these were all from dance troops. They're, they're all from people who are used to, to Broadway and Broadway style musicals. Most of them have not done any acting, uh, film acting at all, but they translated it across just fine. They all did a great job. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I can see why. And I, I've forgotten her name, but the one that's picking up the um, all the support artists. I mean, she was she just completely just caught in this movie. Every scene she was in, she completely stole. Um, uh, the, the actress from Maria? Uh, no, not Maria. The other, the other one. I'm trying to think. Um, I'm gonna have to look it up now. Um, West Side Story cast because um, she lit. She, I can see how she completely stole stole the uh, West Side Story for, uh, cast. Because she's up for best best supporting actress, um, Andrea Debose, Anita. Oh, okay. um, she was the sort of the I would say the almost not quite the step the um, the sister in law. The, yeah, the, the girlfriend of Louis' yeah. um, brother. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it just she just she just kind of I don't know she just completely every scene she was in she just she just took it away. Well, there was that one scene, of course, and this is minor spoilers if you don't know the Romeo and Juliet story, but right after Bernardo is killed and and um, she realizes that his sister is dating slash married to the person who killed Bernardo and and they have this fight where at first she's like, I, I will hate you forever for taking him away and, and et cetera. And then coming around to like, uh, I, I have to support her now rather than tearing her down. We've got to come together as a family. And if, if that means supporting this love between them, then I, I will just suck it up and deal with it. Right. Uh, mm. And that, that entire sequence, uh, she just does a, a magnificent job with it. Yeah. Just, just as a whole, I, I was really, I mean, cause I, 
I remember my mum and dad had said before, but like, what's out this week? I said, West Side Story. And I'm like, yes, yeah, so yeah, you can watch it on my, like, literally, I put, my mum my mum messaged me. It was great. <laughs> she loved it. <laughs> it was like, like, and she doesn't tend to do that very. She, she, I can't tell you how many movies she doesn't. She doesn't really watch movies, but this was one that she was really wanting to watch, and she loved it. Which is again, you know, this is her thing, and I'm, I'm, I'm probably, I'm probably, we'll probably end up watching it again tomorrow with my wife. Um, and I've got actually no problem with that. It'd be, it was good. It's, it's a really, and but again, this is that whole thing with this movie of. This is general entertainment. This is content for Disney Plus that is not, um, it's not Disney, it's not Marvel, it's not Star Wars. This is 20th century. This is entertainment that goes alongside Free Guy, which was another big hit, and just continues to broaden out what Disney Plus is. And I think, I mean, Disney, I mean, they must have paid a little bit of money to get hold of this one, because it's on HBO Max as well. Um, but yeah, this was a, this is a big, a big hit. And this will, I think, continue to, to find uh, its way onto the charts for a while, at least on the Disney What's Popular charts. Uh, between this, the Free Guy, again, some of the other musicals you mentioned, Greatest Showman and, and uh, Hamilton and so on. I think for the people who are who are subscribed only for Marvel or only for Star Wars or only for the kid programs for, you know, keep their, their youngins occupied, um, when they do finally kind of branch out and like, oh, what are we going to watch this weekend? And and like, oh, that I think this will be an interesting gateway into some of the the non-standard Disney content for people. And yeah, this is a great addition. I don't, I have no idea what they paid to get it onto the service, but um, I hope they view it as worth it. I hope the, the metrics back it up. Well, I know it worked for. It looked like it worked for Free Guy because apparently they got watched by 2.5 million people on both platforms on that first week, which is higher than Encanto or Eternals. I mean, obviously, being on two streaming services means you got twice as much chance of watching it. But um, it's great to kind of see Disney kind of having access to its content. Um, you know, especially in the US. I mean, we're getting lots of movies. We've got like Nightmare Alley and the um, Eyes of Tammy Faye and a few other movies coming up um, this month in the UK. But this is where, you know, we're really going to start seeing 20th century. I think leading to it, you know, there was an article this week on the Hollywood Reporter with the president of 20th century where he literally said they're planning on having 10 movies on Disney streaming services. They He said Hulu. And he said Star Plus, and I'm like, well, you'd missed the, the whole other one out, which is Disney Plus. So we kind of assume that it's a little bit more mixed up in terms of how they're doing it. But you know, they're really going in heavy on releasing movies on Disney Plus, Star Plus, and Hulu, and they're only going to have two or three movies a year in cinemas. Um, and it's like things like West Side Story. It's like it's you know, I don't know if we're going to see a movie like this for a while because it didn't do particularly great. I don't think the other musical the heights or something that hbo had last year that one didn't do so well at the box office but they do extremely well when they get in the home in hands of people at home yeah and i am at least hoping that the the decision callers at this companies the the ones who green light future projects do take into account the uh the, the climate that was going on when they was released is there were a lot of movies that got released that really should have gotten more publicity but it's like no one's going to theaters and for very good reason no one's going it's not the fault of the movie it it's it's the environment it's when people talk about you know like onwards oh my god it was such a flop i'm like yeah because covid happened yeah, literally when it came out you know 
But it, it's it's going to be. I'm really interested to see what happens with West Side Story of like, and I think a lot of people are looking to see will this do Encanto. I don't think it'll be quite as in the same zone as Encanto, but um, Encanto. So, and it's definitely. I feel like it's this one's going to. I definitely feel it's going to pick up a lot of steam and a lot more like love because I think there's going to be people like us that are going. Oh yeah, no, that was good, and it will get that attention that it just didn't have when it came out in September. Yeah, and. Comparing it to Encanto is really not fair because West Side Story, this is a remake of uh, a book adaptation or a Broadway adaptation of a book. Um, so it's already a known quantity. All you really have to tell people is, no, 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 it's a good remake. It it it, it is tribute to the original, I presume. Uh, I haven't mm. seen the original, but you know, this is a good movie. Uh, don't avoid it because it's a remake. This is good. Whereas yeah. Encanto, you really do have to go, no, no, it's a new property. But it's really, really good. You yeah. should check this one out. Listen to the soundtrack. Here, here's um, we don't talk about Bruno or or whatever, and get people hooked in that way. It's an apples to oranges comparison because you have to approach it from different angles. I think it's I think it's more this is the idea that they feel like I think this is the movie that could could explode mm. with repeat viewings on uh, Disney Plus, which I, I I do agree. I think there's gonna be a lot of people like repeating it because they like the music and just and I, I definitely can see that, but. Yeah, it's gonna be. It's, it's a. It was a good, really good, good, solid release. Uh, I was really, really happy with this one. Um, definitely felt like got to it. Yeah, that was good. Um, it's that kind of weird thing. You go, like, is it the best picture? I mean, I can te technically, I'd kind of so like. There's some really beautiful scenery. It looks amazing. It sounds amazing. But it's a little bit like, is it, I'm, I'll be honest. It's a lot better than the ones I've seen from Netflix. <laughs> I mean, Power of the God, then well, don't look up was okay, but it's like it's yeah, um, you know, different kinds of movies, but I definitely preferred this one. <laughs> in, in another year, I would say this, this it would probably still get nominated, but it really wouldn't be a contender given how few noteworthy movies came out this year. It's got a decent chance, um, but we'll, we'll that, see. It the Oscars are weird, yeah. Yes. So there we go. So that is um, this week. So next week, I believe we have got. I'm just shut the calendar. I think it is. Uh, uh, when is when is Red? Turning um, Red is next Friday. Right. Um, so that that another major movie release yes. on Disney Plus. I can, talk, I can talk about it next week. I have seen it. It is good. Um, but I will. Talk, we can talk properly next week on um, once the embargo has lifted. Um, yeah. So that one's good. It's generally that's going to be a, that's going to be a really big release. I think for Disney Plus, and then. And then after picture. that, so yeah. And then we've got. Well, we'll um, have episode four of the dropout. Um, yes. So we'll check that one out. I'm up. I'm. I need to watch one more episode from this week, and then we'll both be caught up next yes. week. Um, Roger talked about it last week. I will just really say, uh, what Roger said last week is accurate. You guys should watch it. It's really good. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Definitely check out the dropout. It's um. It'll be getting new episodes every Thursday for um at least for this month. Um, another high quality series. This is again. We're really going to start seeing some stuff moving. So hopefully next week as well, we'll have that one. But we're going to have hopefully some new news from the annual shareholders and we get an idea of what's going on. But on that note, guys, thank you very much for joining us this week. We'll see you guys soon in another episode. Remember to go check us out over at whatsondisneyplus.com. Like, follow, and subscribe. And we shall see you guys then. Laters. Later. Thank you very much for watching this video. Make sure you go check us out over at whatsondisneyplus.com. Like, follow, and subscribe. Also, a huge thank you to all of our supporters over on Patreon and also on our YouTube channel memberships. And I'll just see you guys in another video. Laters.